This is um, lemon ice cream and waffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love how stupid all the flavours are. What's it called? Lemon ice cream and waffle. Is it actually just called lemon ice cream and waffle? It probably doesn't smell like lemon Sarah's ice cream. Sarah's got one that's called... They, Mi- they sell it under, like, reindeer musk or yeah, something. Sarah's yeah, got one called Mickey's Girl. Manly. And I'm like, what the fuck does that smell like, then? <laughs> just, like, mouse fadge. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> God, it smells gross. <laughs> yeah. Does it taste nice? No, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before Gwyneth Paltrow is doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goop. Goop. <laughs> the goop is just the worst name goop. as well. Yeah. In a way, I can't like if it's it's just taking money off stupid people, really, isn't it? And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us for the second podcast this week, and it is indeed a very special one for all of us because this is a Love Letters episode all about a 90 series from Channel 4 starring at the time Jessica Stevenson, now Jessica Hines, and Simon Pegg as Daisy and Tim. It is, of course, spaced. We are the TMT OOH team. To my left is Russ. Hello. To my right is Dan. Hello. In the middle is me. We are all big space fans, so we thought it was just about time because it's. Oh, it's I mean, it's coming. It's it had some big anniversaries. This twentieth anniversary just gone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's twenty years since space. Hmm. How the hell does that happen? How the hell does twenty years fly past? So the first series was ninety nine, wasn't it? Yeah, September ninety nine. By the looks of things, yeah. And then uh, I think the second series was two thousand and one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a total of what fourteen episodes. I can't remember less than that. I think yeah. it just achieves so much in those fourteen episodes. That's all. I'm... Was it seven episodes per series? I think it was an, a weird number, wasn't it? I think mm. a lot of series at that time were six episodes mm. per series, but this was seven. Mm. Typical, just very strange. It was the thing that always I, I, I always take away from Spaced is just the the slacker lifestyle in mm. the nineties was so almost devoid of interesting things happening that all they did was just <laughs> kind of go. Well, what if slacker life was really interesting and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was weird, and you know all these things that you see in pop culture like happened to these two people, um, and they were just such wonderful characters, so well written, and the things that happened to them were just mm. brilliant and weird, and it was great. So it was the age we were. We were like, we're a f- we're a bit younger than the characters are. Yeah. So we were. I mean, we were sort of just finishing school when it came out, weren't we? So mm. we were sort of quite a way off and it was enough that you could actually look at it with an air of aspirationality like (laughs) yeah yeah, i would love to live in that flat and do those things they all seemed really cool yeah a lot a lot of my friends used to say like i just i he he just see tim just seems to have a really cool life (laughs) i would like to have tim's life and it's like (laughs) sitting around doing nothing saying you've got no money plays on the playstation he's heartbroken (laughs) when when you still live with your parents you don't really think about the the money thing as being much of an issue you just want to you want to rent a bed sit Mm. (laughs) like it just it's a flat (laughs) yeah it's so good though it's so so the one thing you mentioned before we started the one thing that i i always related to is the music from around then Mm. it looks it's like a visual representation of the music genre the british music genre from around that time even from the way they dress to some of the episodes which do actually involve music having like a an integral part of the actual show itself um to 
to to just the fact that it's it's that kind of attitude. It, it, Edgar Wright is heavily influenced by music in everything he does. Mm. Yes, which is manifested in um, things like uh, uh, Baby Driver or yeah. Um, yeah. Well, everyone talks about the fact that yeah. like there's the. Which only the third fucking episode yeah. is based is the one that had the genesis of Shaun of the Dead in it. Yeah. But there's also, you can see how Baby Driver came about. Yeah. There are, there's many scenes where he's editing to the beat of yeah. either music or stuff that's happening. When Tyres goes into his little little disco reveries. Yeah. The kettle clicking and the lights going on the street. And the yeah. ring of the can't ring, drink a pint of Bovril. Yeah, <laughs> even the ring of their phone is cool in that bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. just kind of quick rings. It was really cool. Which, I mean, I said to Dan, what, I mean, my favourite episode of uh, all of Spaced is the human traffic episode, the clubbing, the, the yeah. club, yeah. the club scene, um, the club club one. It's brilliant because even just as a as a, he's a two hit character, he's in mm. one episode of the first series, one episode of the second yeah. series. Tires is one of the. <laughs> one of the best mainly because of his as he calls them fucking mood swings like <laughs> I've I, got the quote here if you want it. yeah go on last night was an A1 tip top club jam fair it was a sandwich fun on ecstasy bread wrapped up in a big bag like disco fudge it doesn't get much better than that I just wish sometimes I could control these fucking mood swings so what did you two friends friends do yeah. last night <laughs> I just love friends. that he's yeah. like he's like up on his feet having this thing like yeah. literally gripping his yeah. head fucking mood swings yeah. and like the next the literally the next <laughs> second he sat with a fag it's <laughs> like so what do you two friends get up to last night <laughs> like, like literally just a silk cut cigarette yeah like, he's this weird mix so of sort of very friendly and quite threatening yeah. and also the the excellent uh the excellent um uh, i don't mind having a chin wag with the honeys as long as i don't mind it when i waggle it on their chin and daisy's just like you like to waggle your willy on their chin <laughs> he's like don't come at me with your postmodern feminism sunflower or whatever your real name is <laughs> it's yeah. not stress by the way yeah not stress. Yeah. <laughs> But I get the feeling he's probably something close to a drug dealer that they actually. So knew. if you, yeah. Michael Smart, when he's been interviewed, he's like, he's, he wasn't really acting. No, that's basically how he lived his life at that time. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's become like a quite a serious actor though, isn't he? He's yeah, had his he's, teeth yeah. Done. Like he's he in, in um, Field in England and yeah. a few other things, wasn't he? He was in um, Luther. Yeah, Luther, Luther. He was in the one of the <laughs> Luther. He was in one of the best episodes. Past the Luther. <laughs> one of the best episodes of Black Mirror as well. Which is White Rabbit, which is he had his teeth done, did he? He did. He had his teeth done. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, as as tires, his mm. teeth are yeah. notoriously <laughs> bad, yeah. like really fucked up. Yeah. And then he had them done. Spent like you know, spent thousands of pounds on dental work. Whoa! <laughs> Fucking <Okay, hell. laughs> things collapsing around it. Yeah. Well, I just shit myself. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Christ. So he um he pops up in he's a zombie in Shaun of the Dead. He is, he is yeah. yeah. As tires. He's quite easy to spot because he's yeah. the only one that's got any colour on him. <laughs> yeah. Zombies are all wearing like grey yeah. and brown yeah. and he's in his fluorescent <laughs> spandex. Surely there must be an idea. Oh, that... my stomach's like a walnut. <laughs> yeah. Surely there must be an idea. I'm off that... for a shit shower and a shave. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't actually exist. Be lucky. Oi, oi! Yeah. Surely there's an idea that he doesn't actually exist. Oh, he's just like in their heads. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. He's he's like the the part of them that just desperately needs to get out of the house. But that episode's great because <laughs> yeah, the, the bit where they're in the club is 
it's very similar to, to experiences that I think everyone's had in clubs. It's like standing in the coat queue for, for most of the, the night and yet still dancing while you're in the coat yeah. queue. Yeah, I mean, but it is it is a direct... It's a direct spoof of human, human traffic, traffic yeah, yeah. which, you know, is is obviously kind of, you know... Yeah. I mean, it does a really good job and that's the point. It's like, I think what Spaced was always really good at was, like, for instance, it takes, like... Stuff like saving it even spoofs saving private Ryan yeah. when they're in the van heading towards the taxidermy um <laughs> yeah. plant and Tim looks down and his it's hand is shaking and he like and it, you know, he hides his shaking hand just like you know, but he kind of it's it's but it's done in a Tim way. It's not like it's not like Tom Hanks looking at yeah. his shaking hand and looking concerned. He's literally just like waving it at the camera with this like look on his face and then it disappears again. The the every time they spoof a movie, yeah, it's done because the, the budget on space was virtually nothing. Right? Yes. But every time they, they spoof any kind of movie, it's done with so much love. And, and reverence, isn't yeah, it, for the source material. That it, it really feels like it's it's always done incredibly well. Yes. So like when he's burning all his Star Wars stuff after the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like the um, Darth yeah, Vader funeral yeah. pyre. It doesn't look anything like it, but you know exactly what it is. And just yeah, for the lack of budget really does yeah. sort of show. So. Like yeah. the, the, the Where they're going into that vet's clinic, they're yeah. talking about... They keep talking about like getting over the fence and breaking through the gate, and it's clearly just a very flimsy bit of sort of temporary chain link fencing that you could just push over. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. just they just ignore it and act as if it is like a nine foot high steel barrier. But is that the one the um, the vivisectionist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Free, yeah, sorry, freelance vivisectionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, not taxidermy. Taxidermy is um, yeah, <laughs> like. Stuffing dead Stuffing animals, wombles, yeah. isn't it? Like, but that's got that great Bill Be- Bilbo introduction. You see this guy's got a minty, yeah. where he's called. <laughs> Dog that is trained to bite rich people's knees off or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> called Gramsci after the famous Italian arco- anarcho... Um, what, Marxist. Anarcho-Marxist. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. won the lottery and the dog bit his knees off. It's <laughs> so, all right, use the money to buy new knees. Yeah. Is that is that the episode after she buys Colin? Is it the second episode that she buys Colin, or is it the third episode she buys Colin and then the third the- episode is the clubbing one? Mm. I can't remember the exact order they come in, but it's all fairly sort of. It's one of those things that hits its stride quite quickly. Yeah, you know, the first episode is character introduction and world building and stuff, but then it's yeah. straight into it with the party the, episode. The sheer volume of tea yeah. that Daisy drinks <laughs> in that first episode. Cup of tea? Oh no, 14's my limit. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you almost visibly feel like you've drunk the tea with them. Yeah. Like, you just, <laughs> he just, he, I mean, even Tim's just like, like he literally yeah. looks like he's full of tea. <clears throat> I love every time he's playing a video game as well. He just looks so angry. Like, like every time. He um when he's when he's drowning Laura Croft and, and Brian's like, is that the object of the game? And Tim just goes, depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's another great character as well. Just yeah, he you, is you, brilliant. You feel for him throughout the whole series. He's a pretentious twat, but he's you know he he's Pain. he's he's nice though, Anchor. isn't he? Like he's never he's never Fear. yeah he's like, he's a good person yeah, compared to exactly, some of the rest of them. Yeah. And you can tell that you know all he really needs is someone to come and make him just happy. Like <laughs> when they're dressing the dog up, like yeah. <laughs> dance for me, Colin. Yeah, dance exactly. for me, <laughs> dance for us. <laughs> I need you to see me as a whole. I do. Not a whole with a W. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Don't forget to wash your sheets, Brian. And your penis. penis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's that? It's me. Hi, me. <laughs> What's the? <laughs> he didn't mean it, Colin. <laughs> Say it. I didn't mean it, Colin. No, like me. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it, Colin. <laughs> Another great episode. I think I'll have a hot chocolate with marshmallow dunkers <laughs> when he's pretending to be the lawyer. Just uh, with marshmallow dunkers. <laughs> the relationship between him and Marsha as well is. Oh, bloody hell. Just a girl for staying in there. Yeah. I knew it. I was on him like a dog in eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, looks like it's just you and me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go clubbing. <laughs> don't go clubbing. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Clubbing episode is is a great one of like it was at the time there hadn't been yeah. much that sort of accurately portrayed what was back then sort of youth culture. Yeah. yeah. In apart from like those sort of mad late night Channel Four shows. Yeah. But nothing sort of as a a kind of a comedy that just it wasn't making a joke out of these things. Mm. That was just how they lived their lives. You know they. They didn't work. They took drugs. They drank too much. They went out clubbing. But that wasn't sort of the, 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 the. That was just mm. the the situation that they lived in. It wasn't kind of the joke in and of itself. Mm. No. And and it does that thing of like when you've been clubbing and you just find yourself like wearing a cowboy hat that you don't know where you got it from or yeah. or or like glow sticks. <laughs> where where Mike's got everything on it. Yeah. He's got like the the silly hat and the gloves and the glow sticks and everything. But that, that, them all in the that happens, dots. like where you, you're talking to someone and then like you, you're asked to like try their hat on or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> like I say, it, I think you're right with that. It's it's the it's the having the part time job or the signing yeah. on the little pokey flats yeah. and nothing quite works. Even even right down to I think almost the perf- pitch perfect set dressing with like watermarked glasses, like with the drips, mm. like obviously what, you know, that they've, they've washed them up and they've just left them in the draining board and they don't put them back in the cupboard. They just leave them there to get mm. the watermarks on. It all just looks, it just looks perfect. Mm. There's, um, I think their rooms also are brilliantly done. They're, their own bedrooms, like with their own personality, yeah. like Tim's, <laughs> It's like got that fucking um, costume that he has to wear for, for work in the corner that scares the shit out of Daisy. But like, I think also as well, like when you say the references of like such like uh, you know such love, the the one that always returns to me is that first episode of the second series, which mm. contains references to um, Pulp Fiction, yep. The Matrix. The, God, the Pulp Fiction one is fucking perfect yeah the, yeah. the yeah. only reference that falls a bit flat is the matrix stuff yeah i agree yeah because it was too it wasn't just a throwaway reference it was sort of integral to the plot yeah and i think it also suffers from the matrix becoming the most referenced thing yeah. ever which they didn't yeah. know at the time but space did it first <laughs> yeah and it is it's it's who is it it's mark gattis and um and um uh, kevin eldon kevin yeah. eldon yeah yeah with so many great people in it in, in space it's crazy the amount of like names like the proper british talent the mysterious person that she meets on holiday is john, john sim. sim yeah uh you've got peter serafinowicz yeah. as um dwayne benzie obviously yeah. okay. hi this is dwayne this is dwayne benzie, benzie. <laughs> and then plays pretty much Why the same person out? in black books as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> the guy with darth maul's voice basically <laughs> yeah 
you shot me in the bollocks, Tim. <laughs> oh, instantly, that slow motion fight, like the, the, the mental connection yeah. that all men have. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They yeah. may not know each other at all, but, you know. I mean, everyone's extensively recreated that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But again, it's a little genius moment. And, and even Jurassic Park is mentioned, is, is referenced in that. Clever boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minicab, no! <laughs> and the music, man. Yeah. Well, when it goes all serious at the end, and like the, the, yeah. the sort of the orchestral music comes in, and there's like the <laughs> the kid like looking at his dead friends and crying and <laughs> trying to get his trying to get his non-existent gun to work. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll just sort of get up going, Oi, game! <laughs> yeah. The um that episode also has one of the best uses of um Tim's artwork. Yeah. To show their two plans for for the night. The plan for the night so out, Daisy's yeah. night out is this sort of like, you know, fucking pretentious go and see uh go and see a uh, a play in Soho play with, with a swear word in title. There, there were, as that came out, there was a play called like Utter Shit or something. <laughs> yeah. That was exactly the sort of thing that she'd go and see. And then Tim's is just like I just remember that that whole thing. It's you know, when she's describing hers, it's kind of this you know, sort of jazzy kind of music. And then suddenly when he starts explaining, it's like, she goes, well, what do you want to do? And it just, the music, bum, 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 yeah. bum, 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 bum. Yeah. You know, we're going to... Get the so tunes can and go to the nearest the... low-level oriented, yeah. indie-oriented bar. On the way, we'll... we spoke a fatty boom batty. <laughs> <laughs> by the time we <laughs> order drinks, we're totally Giggling and like a pair mounted. of tits. <laughs> yeah. And we'll move to your nearest bog-standard high street pub. Keep drinking until we A, pass out, B, puke, or C, pass Fall out and puke. puke. <laughs> <laughs> Toss a coin? And then just slamming the money down on the bar. Two tequila slammers, yeah. One nuts, one crisps, one crisps and nuts. Fuck, I forgot what I was. Playing. Two tequila slammers, yes. Yeah, it is great. Like they were, they were quite lucky getting a career. He wasn't originally part of it. They hadn't met him before, I don't think. And there was, like, if you look at the end credits, it's got like ITV and Paramount logos on yeah, there yeah. as well. And they ended up being on Channel Four. It had quite a weird sort of bit of legal argy bargy in the uh, production. Yeah, and he came in quite late. And like, can you imagine? Like, it would just have been shit if it hadn't. He's like, like Edgar Wright's direction and art style is so integral to what makes it good. Yeah, like that's it with the the toss the coin and then it cuts straight to the tequila slammer yeah. going. Down. Yeah, just slamming down on the table. But then he he also does incredible moments with those little passages of time showing like Amber running down the stairs. Oh my mm. god! Yeah, yeah. Because you, you never see her face. But no, yeah, yeah. you never see her face. And there's always that. Um, there's always the <laughs> the differing opinions of Amber yeah. as well. Like Daisy's idea of Amber is of a. Of, of almost her, like, yeah. you know, sort of like writing in, you know, lipstick on the mirror and going, you know, in a big jumper and yeah. somewhere. Tim's like, I feel for Amber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you going to play that song so loud? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the uh, the second episode with the, the house party as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where, where, <laughs> where they put the sunglasses on because they're so bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that scene yeah. has some of the best drunk acting yes. ever from from Mike. Like, he's he's not just pissed at that point. He's, like, dangerously, <laughs> yeah. utterly wankered. He's got, like, the sweat, the unfocused eyes, the sort of swaying constantly. He, he doesn't even really says anything, but his drunk acting is so perfect. I think I think Mike is one of my favourite characters in it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even, wasn't even really an actor at that point, no. was he? He was basically just Simon Pegg's mate. Did, was that... <laughs> The uh, what to do last night? Oh, we did a load of cheap speed with these nice Scottish people. We met. <laughs> That's so tacky, Tim. They yeah, were afraid they'd we, beat us up, otherwise. Yeah, they, they were so nice. We were afraid they'd beat us up. <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts to Mike, and he's just, he's just on, 
<laughs> just pretending he's on a moped running around a tree. Where are you, Mike? Sheffield. Yeah. Fell asleep on the tube, Tube. woke up in Sheffield. Sheffield, Tube doesn't go to Sheffield. Yeah, I must have changed at King's Cross. (laughs) Just just make sure you don't fall asleep. And on Rough Ramblers, where he's where he phones Mike, uh, he phones Tim on like the the, the, field, phone, like, the, the yeah. field phone, and then come on, Mike, as they walk past, and he just gives them the yeah. big thumbs up. <laughs> it's too, uh, I filled it with rocks, Tim. Too many rocks. <laughs> she capsized. <laughs> she sunk, Tim. I've been kicked out of Rough Ramblers. Ah, <laughs> uh, the paintball episode is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It is, yeah. From yeah. start to finish, yeah. especially because the scene when they appear at the uh, paintballing um, mm. place uh, opens with them holding hands and stopping holding hands yeah. as they walk past a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and it kills me every time I see it. Every time I see it, they just, they're walking, swinging, holding hands. And it's only there for like half a second. And then they walk either side of the tree and stop holding hands. Ah, it's it's- so Because that's played so straight it's just mm. a war movie yeah. yeah but they have paintballs yeah but like, the way that guy like he does die basically yeah. yes the, the guy that stands up and gets shot yes <laughs> <laughs> and they just treat it completely straight especially the bit at the end with um mike's uh death scene <laughs> i'm sorry tim it's spitting out yellow but it's, paint. it's, it's foreshadowed by it when, when he says don't eat the paintballs. Yeah, as well. So he's clearly eaten the paintballs, and it's for the, for the. It's it's yeah. And, and then it, just after he dies, no, it just switched back. I had really good yeah, fun really today. Enjoyed that, really enjoyed that. And then the the Terminator reference at the very end. Yeah, no, man, tormente. What? There's a storm coming, and they both pull yeah. their collars up. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Does you see Dwayne Benzer getting stretched? <laughs> yeah, clutching his ball back. <laughs> <sighs> pull my finger <laughs> Daisy's like I don't know I just seem to turn bugs off oh my god sorry every time I start thinking about Daisy I just imagine her in a succession of jobs telling people fuck you yeah, yeah. <laughs> excuse me can you just tell me where the uh, art history books are? just fuck you <laughs> just fuck you not fuck off just fuck you I got sacked I got sacked I got sacked yeah. I, got, I got sacked I got sacked I just every the amount of times I've said huge fat cocks as well is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I knew I should have bought big fat cocks. <laughs> I said girl power. <laughs> Did you do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said girl power. <laughs> oh, God. The magazine's called Flaps as well. <laughs> Flaps? <laughs> Oh fuck! It is magnificent, isn't it? Oh, oh it's great. Flaps. Uh, also, a huge personal favourite: the Robot Wars episode. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, God. I'm just a huge fan of Robot Wars, yeah. anyway. Yeah. TF, what is that stuff for? The fuckest up it. What's wrong with Mike? He likes to be Philippa. Yeah. It's an awful big chopper you've got there. Shh! Don't cheapen this. Feel the weight. Oh my god! And that's um, it's uh, oh Christ, what's his name? What from um, League of oh. Gentlemen? Yeah, yeah. Reese Shearsmith. Yep. Is that's the right. uh, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh Christ, what's his name? They like shout it at him. 
He's, oh. he's called something slightly stupid. Yeah. Isn't it Dexter? Dexter and Dexter and Cromwell. Dexter That's what they're Cromwell. called, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, God, there are just so... <laughs> the first rule of Robot Club is you do not talk about Robot Club. The second rule of Robot Club is you do not... Oh, no, hang on, I've got that wrong. It's no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we smoke in it? Not meant to talk about it. Names of all the robots. Warbastard. Warbastard. <laughs> Metallicock. <laughs> I forgot about Metallicock. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh, God, it's great. I like that he rides the fuckest uppists to meet Daisy. At <laughs> the station. Yeah. The yeah. What, if what we, else we... do we have that's slightly faster than walking? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the ending is implied that he realises he loves Daisy. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, the ending is absolutely perfect. And they, whenever they talked about doing... People asked about doing a third series. I, there was never any need for it. And I think they ever wanted to do it. It really doesn't need it. I don't think it would have worked. I mean, that is the thing, isn't it? I, I always I always found it odd. I always found the ending odd. And it was only it was probably only literally like in the last maybe six years or so that I realised that at the end of that they are they are properly you know, the letter he gives to Sophie is obviously a letter that kind of that he sends Mike to give to Sophie so that he can take her then to the the airport mm. is a letter saying, look, I had yeah. a great time with you, but I do, I love Daisy. That's, and, and he goes to get Daisy because he loves her and he wants to live with her. And that ending, literally there's no, there's no romantic kiss. There's no nothing. There's just them sat at the beanbag mm-hmm. in yeah, front of the, the telly. Slowly dollies out the flat. Dollies out the flat. And they just, he, she rests her head on him and, and he rests her, his head on her. Yes. And it's, it is lovely. But of course, at the end of that documentary that was playing, mm. there is a very tiny 30 to 45 second kind of bonus moment where Tim and Daisy come out the front door and Tim's carrying a baby. Have you seen it? Yeah. Mm. And, she, and, he, and she's like, they have a little argument where he's like, she goes, cup of tea? And he goes, oh, yeah, but I made the last one. And she's like, yeah, but I made the I made the cereal or I made the, I made breakfast. And he's like, but I did this. And then she's like, but I went through 14 hours of labor. And he's like, oh, you're always winning. <laughs> Come on, Luke. She's, <laughs> she's a girl. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's the future for Tim and Daisy. Mm. Yeah. It's nice. I like that. It's, it's, or the alternative is that it's, it's, in Shaun of the Dead, it's kind of like an unofficial follow-on with different mm. characters. When he meets his ex-girlfriend, who happens to be uh, played by Jessica Hines. Oh, is, is she meant to be an ex-girlfriend? Well, yeah. They're, they're, they're I think it's kind of the, the way they're sort of like slightly awkward. Like, yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah, how yeah. are you? Like when they meet them before the zombie outbreak yeah. and also after. Yeah. <laughs> Which is brilliant as yeah. well. Going to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but at the end, she's the only one that survived out yeah. of her gang. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's implied. Yeah. So they didn't do any better. No. Well, well I, I unless she got them all to safety and is like riding around with the army. Mm. But I, th- I think the idea is that they all died as well, and she, she's the only one left. I yeah, figure we enough. might do a separate one in the Cornetto trilogy at some point as well. Mm. I mean, to be honest, just Shaun of the Dead, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, Hot I, Fuzz for me. I'm not a oh, massive really? fan. Yeah. I liked Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. I do. I do enjoy Hot Fuzz, and I I quite liked World's End as well. 
I, I liked World's End. Uh-huh. I, I actually, I probably, I probably would prefer to watch World's End than Hot mm. Fuzz. I don't know why. I think it just it doesn't feel as fast paced as mm. Shaun of the Dead. It's like the bit. Well, I said we wouldn't talk about it. the bit in World's End when they're talking to like the higher power. And he goes, <laughs> right, pop up on your rocket, yeah. fuck off back to Legoland, you yeah. cunt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just. <laughs> It's just how drunk they are whilst having this conversation with him. Mm. It's just, it's just great. I mean, we haven't even touched on. We haven't even touched on things like uh, Volva and and stuff like that. The really insane things. Because I mean, we did sort of touch on. Excuse me. Sorry, we did sort of touch on how um, you know you had some really big names in there. Yeah, I mean, David Walliams played Volva, and you've got. can't remember his name, but the guy that played Dennis Penis yeah. as Hoover, the, the sort of violently shouting, oh, spitting, I hate you, spitting, yeah, and, I hate I your hate you and your mum, <laughs> with this Hoover tied around. Most recently there. seen in Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As it also, Sir Dontos in Game of Thrones is the newspaper delivery boy that Daisy gets off with at their party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Who like it turns out is like fourteen or something yeah. at the time. She just literally like goes, oh fuck it! It's got braces, Daisy. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a tongue piercing. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Oh man, I forget. I so, sometimes these things just come to you, don't they? You're like, um, like uh, tires having that very innocent conversation with the guy at the front desk. Like, I really respect you, security guards. <laughs> like, just like. No one fucking respects security cards. That's when they're doing their sort of their heist episode, isn't <laughs> it? To get the, his his portfolio back. Yeah, I'm a massive wanker. <laughs> it's like fucking <laughs> yeah, the crazy eye. Um, right, that's lunch. <laughs> and he isn't he? He hits. Does he hit Daisy with his car, or does he hit Marsha? He hits. I think he hits Daisy with the car. I think he hits he? Daisy, doesn't yeah. he? Um, because she's out jogging to save. Colin, is that right? That's the pom pom episode, isn't it? That's when Brian pretends to be a lawyer when his oh, mum comes to visit. He hits um, Brian with the car, doesn't he? Because Brian runs into the road to save Colin. Oh, is it Brian? I think. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember that is also the episode where you see the fact that if Marsha hadn't been hit by a car, she would have ended up being a BBC pundit. Presenting grandstand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was she called? She was called. Um, Something Klein. Is she Martha? No, she's Martha... Martha Klein. Marsha Klein. Marsha yeah. Klein. So what's she called? Like her nick, her running, nick, her marathon running... Fort Lightning Klein. Fort Lightning Klein. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I've still got my ace pins. <laughs> uh, Twist is a great character as well. I've just noticed Twist on the... Uh, the, uh, the um, she works in fashion, comma, apparently. <laughs> uh, she's good. She's a great character. Although... Probably just there as a foil for Brian, or as a—I mean, I don't know. I, she, she's, I, she's, she's not sort of part of the core gang. No, but yet still isn't wasted. If mm. you know what I mean, she's used at the right points to be the. Yeah, she's great in all the, in the um, Daisy in the high step in the uh, the vivisectionist one. Is Jabba the princess? Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I also like that Daisy, when she goes to adopt Colin, actually sort of wearily hands a fiver over. Yeah. <laughs> want a dog, please? Yeah, want a dog, please? <laughs> Shoves yeah. a fiver at them. They're a big responsibility. Do you think you can handle that? And she just goes, um, yep. 
And then it, put, it puts her hand up with the fibre in again. Just, <laughs> just love it that it's a fibre in her head. And also um, the oregano episode, or oregano mm. to you and me. This is the good shit. This is the good shit. <laughs> Woo, mama! <laughs> oh. oh, that's a good episode, that. Yeah. We should disappear upstairs with a bottle of champagne. Oh, I think I can resist its charms for another yeah. day. Yeah. As soon as the door closes, that's Marsha. Don't let her in. Don't ask her if she wants a cup. That's it or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Don't ask her if she wants to talk. Yeah. Talk about Yeah. And like every time, actually in the bed, actually sleep in the bed. And every time you hear Amber going, "Leave me alone!" running down the stairs, then like almost immediately, there's a over the door. Hello. What's the line? She's not my daughter. She's the devil in an A cup or something. Yes. Once again, the fruit of my loins is fucked off to top shop with the ass. Uh, and yeah bill bailey is the comic shop owner as well bilbo bagshot oh it's some absolute clatter you know the whole babylon 5 is a big pile of shit yeah kind of area i don't like it here bilbo i want to come back yeah oh you got that did you i was like (laughs) i got that message did you i was like you full of spunk yeah (laughs) small ears full of spunk Yeah. yeah Have a seat, Tim. Twiglet? Better not. (laughs) Punch someone for saying that the fork of the slayer was rubbish. rubbish. And he goes, and what I should have done was sitting down and said, Dad, you have your opinions about the slayer, but maybe we try Kroll. Let's give it a Like, even by nerdy comic book standards, nobody's getting that. Yeah. Oh, God, it's great. But, but yeah, kids like Jar Jar. <laughs> kids like Jar Jar, Tim. Why he makes... Jar Jar makes the Ewoks look like fucking shafts. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the quote here when he's talking to the kid. <laughs> You're so blind. You do not understand. You weren't there at the beginning. You don't know how good it was, how important. This is it for you. This jumped up firework display of a toy advert. People like you make me sick. What's wrong with you? Now, I don't care if you save all your 50p's, take your market money and get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also what he later does when he goes by. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to have to let you go. He's like, <gasps> oh, Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I thought you were going to find me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the mic. I'm Andy McNabb. I'm Andy McNabb. I'm Andy McNabb. I'm Andy McDowell. Oh, <laughs> it's got the. I've got the quote here from when he's in the uh, the TA office as well. Oh yeah. Do you, do, do you know why you're here? In 1995, while on weekend manoeuvres in France, I come in here. It to actually clearly says four. Was that? Huh? In 1994. 1994. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, no, I don't know. Why? Just. <laughs> You fast so, forward it. Yeah, no, no. In 1990, a long day, darling. I know it has. In 1994, while on weekend manoeuvres in France, I commandeered a chieftain tank without the permission of my immediate superiors. I then attempted to invade Paris. However, en route, I stopped off at Disneyland or Euro Disney, as it was called then, as it was then called, and was subsequently, subsequently apprehended, apprehended on Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it paints such a visual picture of a a tank being parked in the uh, uh, the car park. Of Euro Disney, yeah, and then B Mike being wrestled from Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> 
by by his TA buddies, probably. Yeah. yeah, I saw you on Crime Watch last night. Oh no, that was a mis- uh, case of mistaken identity. Um, doing something in, I can't remember. It is doing something. That, oh no, no, that, that was that was, that was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like when she gets back and goes. Well, oh, Mike's been, you know, he, he's still sleeping on the sofa. She goes. Uh, she goes to her room that he's been sleeping in. Uh, yeah, it looks it's like, like the Vietnam or apocalypse now. It's yeah. apocalypse yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. And there's yeah. literally a helicopter. Oh my god. I've got some fucking Jaffa cakes, cakes in my, my pocket. pocket. <laughs> 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 After he's, he's gone through the very thoughtful quote about the uh, the the whole of Star Wars being down to that one character, yes. the, the the gunner on the uh, Star Destroyer. Mm. Yes. And then yeah. So there, there we go. That's a good line it's as well. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be okay now. Have a big toke on this South African drugs reefer style spliff doobie. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Uh, Tea and t- Trisha. Coffee <laughs> and Kilroy. <laughs> Tim, I'm not going to buy you porn. You can get it from the railway side. He's like everyone else. I'm supposed to leave it there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm supposed to leave it there. <laughs> oh, these are good. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and my old Scottish <laughs> guys buy all this cheap speed. You know they were so nice. I think if we'd said no, they'd have got offended and beaten us to death with a pool cue. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, God. It's, good. It is great, isn't it? Uh, it's just so good. I mean, honestly, you could just keep going on and on. You could quote it endlessly. Yeah, definitely. We've got some uh, some favourite moments from some of the listeners. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Hit us Let's up. start with ex-TMTOH member himself, Sean. Oh, big shout out to Sean, who it he- turns out was completely right about the Switch. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, obviously a big Edgar Wright fan, as we, we, we already knew. Yep. Uh, Space came out at a time when it was only really socially acceptable for kids to like things like video games, comics, and Star Wars, at least in the UK. Tim was like an idol for a teenage geek like myself because he was so self-assured. Characters like Tim uh, in any other show before then would have been played by a socially inept anorak. I loved it for that. Also, it was bloody funny. A couple of favourite quotes. Jar Jar Binks makes the Ewoks look like fucking Shaft. Babylon 5 is a big pile of shit. Um, Mac Dubert says best comedy ever no doubt Sonia says I love the amount of tea Daisy drinks Tim playing the Playstation was basically me that's Sonia from Theatrical Mm. Cut oh fair dues amazing shot of like the night going by while he sits there playing Resident Evil 2 yeah apparently they did that in about like it only took about half an hour to film that they just sort of you know did it with lighting and carefully orchestrating people moving around Ah. Mm. yeah it was quite clever how he was but you did not get that sort of visual flair in TV shows at this time. Like no, the idea of getting like a direct didn't. a director was there basically just to run stuff, tell people when to start the camera, stop the camera, and get it like they're more a producer, really. Yeah. The yeah. idea that they come in with like a vision and an artistic style for it wasn't you didn't really get that. Like I mean, what what are its its contemporary things are things like game on. Yeah, you know, which were very like straight fine, sitcoms. But you know. Very straight sitcoms, no visual flair, static shots. Mm-hmm. The thing, the thing, I think that's the thing about space is it always felt in motion, even though those two characters were almost at a standstill plateau in their lives. They were in this flat together, mm. and nothing. Their, their lives never progressed, even though they, the weird shit was happening around. Yeah, like them. The world was moving constantly, and they were they were just still there. there. Everything was happening Playing around Evil two all night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ayle says uh, for Spaced always enjoyed tyres and clubbing episode Yeah, perfectly done with all the drugs drug references but with no drugs not an easy feat yeah well apart from 
I mean, apart from you know the whole episode where the the back of weed that's actually oregano, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, is is a yeah. main recurring thing. Yeah, um, it's like in that drug, like they're clearly peeled off their tits by the end of it, but they don't oh, yeah. make a big deal of it. No, no, and I think tires. No, I mean you don't even see it, do you? No, no t- and it's not made point- out to be like sinister, or no. it was just what sort of what people did. Yeah, like even down to the, to to um, Brian being in the club for like the first time since he's mm. since he he got punched basically for spilling someone's pint. <laughs> in, uh, come on, Eileen. Yeah. Eileen so he spills this guy's this guy's drink, who's clearly peeled off his tits, because and um, and just gives him a big hug basically because he's on ecstasy. Mm. I have to dance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richie Cox says the best, the actual best fact. He's obviously yeah, a big fan. Absolutely. Of, slice uh, of fried gold. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. And Chris Thackerberry says uh, the show that spawned the idea for Shaun of the Dead, which is also true. But, yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. Like there's so much in, as you said, even in Baby Driver, like even the more recent Edgar Wright films, there's so much that is in spaced that he still uses in the in like things like um baby driver or mm. god scott pilgrim that's the one i was trying to think of as well yeah i really i, always, I really like scott pilgrim i, I always i always scott forget pilgrim. that scott pilgrim is an edgar Wright film but actually yeah is so is so visually and stylistically and tonally an edgar Wright film yeah. that it's that you feel i feel kind of stupid forgetting that that's an edgar well, Wright yeah, film. Same, yeah. it doesn't have any sort of connection <laughs> to there's no overlap in terms of actors or anything or location or anything like that. But but all the amazing things like that bit where Knives turns up and Scott literally, the door opens and as the door opens, Scott's standing there and he sidesteps behind yeah. the door and then uh, Wallace moves to yeah. one side. <laughs> he dives out the window, smashes. Then, then you see him kind of lift his arm up. Wallace lifts his arm up to kind of shield it as he reaches in through the window. He's just dived out, grabs his coat. And then you see him <laughs> in the blurry background walking behind knives and she kind of looks over her shoulder. It's just fucking it's genius. The, it's, it's so quick and you miss it. It's when brilliant. she says something about his hair and then the next shot he's wearing the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Straight on. <laughs> it's it's so good, but once again, it's another one that involves. I, I want the thing with space was it is in my opinion a TV representation of of the music from the time, which was that. Yeah. It. it yeah, Scott. Actually, yeah. Scott Pilgrim is the closest to a reboot of Spaced. Yeah. That you do. It's it's you know it's about it's youth culture and hard. music. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I got email. I'm reading my Dude, email. This thing claims I have email. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, it, it, it. I mean, I, I know what you mean, and it's you know, there, there's a little bit of normalcy, static characters. Yeah. You know, they're stuck in this moment of time. The weird stuff around them is happening. I love how um, in front of Ramona Flowers, the snow melts. Mm. You know, mm. she just is moving through the snow like you know, kind of like an icebreaker. The visual styling again, very comic book involved, and you kind of think actually. Considering how comic book style the series spaced was, mm. actually, like I say, I return to it again. It's it feels silly of me to not realise it's an Edgar Wright, yeah. to always forget it's an Edgar Wright film because it's so stylistic and so of his ilk. Mm. Those like that moment where they where four guys sit up in Wallace's bed, like him, like Scott Wallace and mm. and and yes. Scott's sister's boyfriend <laughs> yeah, and yeah. whoever else, like all sit up at once. I think... Um, oh, are you a pirate? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, why is he dressed like a pirate? <laughs> are you a pirate? 
Pirates are cool. <laughs> I think oh, oh, it's, sorry. It's, it's such a good film. And the yeah. vegan man, the vegan yeah. police. I mean, yeah. Just again, stylistically, the slow motion. Eggs, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's didn't need to do that, but it but it just adds so much to it that they do a slow motion. Yeah, it's it's almost a shame that. Ant Man was the ve- the Marvel vehicle that he was he was kind of connected to because I'd yeah. love to see him do something something else comic booky, but I don't think Marvel's the right direction. Well, we we have talked about this how yeah. Marvel is not a yeah a director's environment to no. work in. If you if you are very distinctive and have strong artistic ideas as a director, it's not it's it's not the place to be. No, however, just. I'd love them to go, right, here's, you, you're, you're give, being given money to make a Star War, mm. okay? Do whatever you want. I would love to see him do a Star Do whatever War. you want with a Star War. Just just do do what you want. Just make an Edgar Wright Star Wars. Because he does a lot of writing with Joe yeah. Cornish as well. Yeah. And the idea of getting those two on a Star War would be yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, Joe, Joe Cornish is always very good at, at hiding the nepotistic sort of you know the the fact that he and edgar do a lot of writing together um because like there's that behind the scenes documentary that he's obviously shot in a very uh kind of um adam and joe-esque way Mm. where he played a zombie in Shaun of the dead and he's showing himself turning up and things and you think to yourself oh it's just it's just this is what he does now he just you know after the adam and joe show it all dried up for him you know and and you never realize actually how influential yeah it's a little bit later that everyone was like Hang on, is he a Hollywood director now? Yeah. Lucky little fuckers, yes, both he of is. them. Yeah. Adam, they, Adam and Joe, they turned dicking around at school into two absolutely amazing careers. Yeah. Absolute bastards. <laughs> there's, <laughs> ma- there's amazing, like, little intros, those little vignettes that, you know, at the beginning of the... Do you remember Adam and Joe, the Adam and Joe show in uh, Tokyo? Adam and Joe go Tokyo. Adam and yeah. Joe go Tokyo. And there's this moment where they just run up to each other and do these like fake windy sort of like whoosh, whoosh, punches up to each other. And he just suddenly stops and goes, you've got a dirty shirty. <laughs> so, well, you've got a silly face. <laughs> and is it Joe Cornish is putting loads of old stuff up on Instagram at the moment. It's he's yeah. well worth following. Yeah. He's just putting loads of loads of like classic clips and giving little stories about making it. Nice. Well, there we go. Yeah. A nice little love letter to space there. Yeah. Space, I mean, space was one of the first things that I got sort of super obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was shortly followed by Black Books, which we will definitely do another episode like this on Black Books. Black Books was subsequent to yeah. space, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So so maybe we say the next love letters will be Black Books then? I mean, I'm a big Black Books fan. Mm-hmm. So it might not yeah. be the next one. We're definitely going to do it at some point. I mean, the enduring image for me is uh, of that moment where she walks in and he's suspended between two shelves just crying <laughs> crying drunk oh, help me <laughs> my brain falling away like a yeah. wet cake you, yeah. didn't, you didn't do belly savalas did you kabumbo kabumbo I did do belly savalas <laughs> children always look like that everything is new to them <laughs> oh god okay yeah Right, with that, 
We're going to wrap up this love letter to Spaced. Uh, if you enjoyed Spaced, if you love Spaced, if you have any memories or you've just got into it, let us know. Let us know what you think, your favourite moments, etc., etc. Hit us up on our uh, social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at TMTOH. And don't forget, our theatrical cut sister pod is also around. They do all the movies shizzle. It's uh, Terry and Sonia and they are on Facebook and Instagram and you can hit them up on the handle at theatrical cut pod. And on that note... Sincerely, I hope that we can play you out with some Space Desk music. Let's cue that music. He's not finished. He's finished. He's finished. <laughs> <laughs>